0: Thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast with Larry Barker and Drew Klein. The Healthy Church Podcast is an honest conversation about what it means to be part of a healthy church. There are no perfect churches because they're all filled with imperfect people led by imperfect leaders. But by God's grace, we can begin to dialogue about what changes can be made in our lives as leaders and in the churches we serve in order to better love God and His people for more information and other resources, go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com.
1: Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the Healthy Church Podcast. Uh, my name is Drew Klein, here with my friend Larry Barker. Larry, you and I were trying to dodge a tornado here as we get this uh, thing going. Yeah, uh,
2: this, this people our... don't know it, but this is our third attempt to try to pull off this yeah. podcast. So we're going to be persistent, if nothing else.
1: Yes. This is important. we got to get this yeah. done. Um, Larry, you guys are on the road, but tell us a little bit about where we're, what we're headed, uh, the direction we're going today for the podcast.
2: Well, I'm, uh, I'm just real uh, passionate about developing listening skills. Um, being a talker by nature, um, I, I spent a large part of uh, my early ministry more focused on what I'd say next than on actually listening to the person and I heard a great statement the other day by Mark Clifton that before you tell someone I disagree with you you ought to first be able to say I understand what you're saying and that's the importance of listening and and the word of God's very clear be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger and so we need to make sure we're really listening to that other individual so i kind of wanted to unpack that a little bit
1: yeah absolutely it reminds me of that saying another saying that says that we listen to to respond you know and so when you somebody says something to you that 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 tweaks your heart or whatever and you feel like okay you can get defensive at least for me all of a sudden, you end up you wanting to just you know respond immediately instead of really taking the time to do what you're saying, which is, how, what's where's this person coming from, and how can I get in his shoes or her shoes and just really think about what it is that she's feeling, they're feeling, and respond with that kind of a heart. I think that's a, it's a great thing we need to learn.
2: Yeah, we're gonna have my good friend Keith Webb on here talk about coaching, and and uh, he's the one that first uh, I went to that. Uh, training many years ago and it just really challenged me to work on listening better. And and here's the reality. I, I'd love for people to think about how do you feel when you can tell somebody's not really listening to you? You know, and the reality, Drew, is you never value a person more than when you listen to them and you never devalue them more than when you're unwilling to. To.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about that 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 moment where, whether it be in church or, or if you know if, if you if you've preached or if you did a concert that you know some of my history, and you're talking to somebody but they're always looking over your yeah. shoulder, <laughs> in, instead of that direct connection in their eyes and heart for what you guys are uh, talking about, it can be a rough thing. It
2: can because we can tell when somebody's not really listening. I mean, you, by what you just described, or I've even been talking to someone, you can just kind of tell their eyes glaze over, <laughs> you know, and they're not really connected at that moment. And, and there's other ways too, but, you know, I can be easily distracted. And, and when I'm talking to someone, I try to make sure I'm really focused, uh, you know, because of the importance of eye contact and body language and... You can train your mind to listen better. So, I, I just wish every all of us, all of us, would think about how it makes us feel when we don't feel like we're being listened to.
1: Sure, sure. You got to listen with intent.
2: Exactly. So, uh, my good friend Steve Ogney, that's in heaven now, I, I loved what he said about coaching. But I want to say something here. Listening skills are important, important in friendships. Wow. Marriage. I mean, think about I mean the top two problems in marriage is finances and communication. You know, I was I was talking to friends this morning, and I said, hey, do you and I was teasing them, I said, do you guys uh, talk real well to one another? Are they both oh yeah, oh yeah. And I looked at her, I said, Well, does he listen? She goes, Well now that's another subject. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to make sure in our communication that we're listening well. But Steve Ogney said this. Now this is profound. If you're talking, you are not listening. That's deep, ain't it?
1: it, it it's simple, but it. Uh, but I know what he's trying to get to here. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: So I makes what, sense. It does make sense, and I mean, I. I love this. When when I'm talking to someone and I'm focused on making sure I'm following them, here's one little skill that you can use. Hey, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying this. And, And what it shows is, number one, you're really listening. And number two, if you're not hearing the right thing, you can get back on track, that you're giving them permission to say, you, you know what, really that that's not what I was saying at all. And I wonder how many of us have at one time in our life or another going, somebody goes, so what you're saying is, and you go, no, that's not what I was <laughs> saying at all. And so yeah. it's just working on making sure that we're communicating well, but also we're listening well, and and that's a big yeah. part of our prayer life too, Drew. It's not just us talking to God, but God speaking to our hearts and through His Word. And that that we're taking time to slow down, and say, you know, Lord, just like Samuel, Lord, your, your servant's listening. What do you have to say? And and I think mm. that's key to this area of communication discipleship mentoring coaching all the above
1: yeah absolutely i agree this is especially helpful i'm just thinking maybe because i've been doing some premarital counseling but i'm just thinking how wonderful this will be for for married couples
2: yeah you know it's interesting we were talking to a couple just the other day and and they were talking about that you know how do we develop that and and swindoll has a great chapter in one of his old books on marriage it's one of the best things I ever read and it says how to fight fair. You know, and and drawing boundaries and 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 communicating and and finding out, you know, and everybody does this. Okay, you said this, but I think you really meant this. And uh, and so that's what we're talking about. How can we better uh, be able to understand what they're really saying?
1: Right. Well, what are the steps you're thinking on on how we can learn how to do this a little bit better? Well,
2: one is listen with your mind. And that really can be a uh, something that you can develop and that you can um, uh, work on focusing. For example, Drew, when I really want to have a great conversation with someone, I don't need to be where I can see a lot of things going on. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a people watcher, I, I notice different things, if somebody's walking in, and I'm at a coffee shop, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to glance over, see what's going on, so what I try to do so that I can really be focused with my mind is, first of all, really tell myself, you know what, I want to make sure I'm in the frame of mind, I'm focused on you. So I'm going to even position myself where I won't easily be distracted.
1: Right. That's good. Just continually be thinking, what is she trying? What are they trying to communicate? How can I, you know, say this back in such a way that make sure that I'm understanding it correctly and don't just speak to, to, to respond, listen to That's
2: saying. a great point. You want to, you want to focus on, okay, what's behind their words and, uh, yeah. you know, what are they saying? And you want to not allow your mind to wander and everybody's mind can wander but you got to fight that you got to uh you know I was even telling our church are you taking full opportunity of worship when you're in that setting by being mm. totally focused and not being a an observer, but being a participant. And are you taking mm-hmm. advantage of that? Because man, we can be distracted by so many things. And of course, one of the best things when you're listening to someone is put your phone up uh, so that yeah, absolutely, you know, and or turn it off so that the beeps or or the notifications do not distract you.
1: Yeah, think about Paul uh, saying take captive your thoughts yeah. and this is exactly the kind of thing you're speaking that's about.
2: a great point that's a great point right. and that brings us to number two make sure you're listening with your body uh, i try not to lean back and i know different settings are different the the chairs you're in can dictate this but but i want to make sure they say they they can tell i'm interested and that I'm making good eye contact. I've already mentioned that. My arms aren't crossed, uh, but they're by my side because arms crossed kind of give a negative uh, connotation. Um, I'm going to make sure that uh, my nonverbal signals like my head nodding or uh, are, are whatever else. Um, and I'm just going to go on record. If you're listening to somebody and your eyes are closed, that's not a good thing.
1: <laughs> that will get you in trouble with your marriage. Yes, sure. it
2: will. So you just want to. Your body language needs to say, um, I, "I'm." I'm. I'm. What? Let me back up. Need to make sure it doesn't say I'm tolerating this conversation, but I'm yeah. interested. I'm listening. Um, and people read body language a lot. If if you're exasperated or you roll your eyes you're going to get caught at that and that's not a good thing
1: one, one As you're saying this, I'm thinking about just some awareness that I've learned to have in the last few years is sometimes in a passionate conversation, I'll say, listen, I'm getting passionate because that's who I am, but don't just know that I'm working through it in my mind. I'm processing what you're saying, and I'm coming back at you with passion because that's who I am, and that's what I'm feeling because I love you. So even those kind of communication pieces as you're thinking about your own awareness and trying to communicate, I think those are, those are good things. I do
2: think they're very good things to do. I, I love that because you've really brought us back in our mentioned number three, not brought us back in because we hadn't uh, mentioned it yet, but you're going to listen with your mind. You're going to listen with your body, but then you're also going to listen with your words by what you just said. Hey, listen to me. I, uh, and you want to paraphrase what they're saying. You want to ask clarifying questions. That's why I love checking back in. Okay, if I'm hearing you right, here's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing with your words. Don't finish their sentence for them. Let them finish mm-hmm. what they're saying. And, uh, and then check in uh, when you know they've completed what they're saying.
1: Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Man.
2: Yeah, and another thing, when you're listening, don't don't give advice or solution. Oh, I know what you're talking. about. Let me tell you what happened. No, let them finish. <laughs> don't um, don't add in yet. Matter of fact, Drew, especially when I'm coaching or or um, or I'm having a counseling session, I, I just want to make sure that I I wait and I even ask, hey. If I'm hearing you right, here's what you're saying. And then I'll go, Mm -hmm. can I speak to that for a minute? Or do you have more that you want to offer? And a lot of times I go, well, actually, I think there's a couple more things you need to know. Okay, go right ahead. But ask Mm -hmm. for permission before you go off telling them. And here's something we didn't talk about in the early stages. But I think everybody needs to draw a continuum on a piece of paper. On the left, put teller and on the right put ask her and decide which one are you the most uh and i know this shocks you but i'm more a talker i, I am you know uh then uh, and i said ask her i actually meant listener and uh which am i more but shelby's much more a listener she's really gonna listen far far more by nature But here's what I want Mm -hmm. to say to everybody out there. But that doesn't mean you can't become a better
1: listener. Sure. Well, I'm even thinking, like, um, sometimes I'll, I'll get an idea or a story that I want to apply. And I'm afraid I'm going to forget it, so I interject. But I think it'd be okay to take a note or to put out your phone and say, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm not texting. I'm taking notes to what you're saying because I want to be able to speak back to it when you're ready for me to. That could even be helpful.
2: Dude, you get a gold star for that one. I mean, yeah. Hey, but Hey, man. You're exactly right. And I do the same thing. I say, Now, listen, I'm going to be taking notes during this time. But that's because... I wanna come back to some things if we need to, but I I want you to be able to tell me everything uh, that that you want me to know. So I'm gonna be asking clarifying questions, and that's number four. Listen with your intuition. You know, the meaning behind the words, the gestures, their body language. What are they not saying? Because a lot of times you can tell Eh, I'm not really getting the, the full story here. And so sometimes I'll go, hey, I could be wrong. But I feel like there's more to this story than you're telling me. Is there anything else that, that, that I need to know or, or I need to hear? Years ago, Drew, true story. I went into a house that I got asked to come over in a marital dispute. When I got there, buddy, it was lit up. It was interesting. And as she said, he hit me. And Drew, I I don't handle that well. I don't. And man, I lit into him. Drew, he immediately began to weep. He was broken hearted. True story, Drew. And I went, "What were you thinking?" And he goes, "Brother Larry, I'm sorry." when she threw that hot bacon grease on me it was just a reaction i kid you not buddy and i went well you dummy you should have heard the whole story before yeah, you let yeah. into that guy but she got mad threw hot bacon they're standing by each other threw bacon grease on him and just out of reaction um he he, unfortunately, hit her, and uh, and so there was more to the story. I'm still not saying that was right, but it was a different scenario that right. he just went over and and, and wanted to uh, you know to abuse her, right. and because uh, I'm not for that at right. all in any way, shape, or form.
1: But you no. got
2: to hear the full story,
1: right? Absolutely, we do. So listen oh, with your
2: intuition. All right, so we're gonna huh
1: yeah go ahead
2: well just listen with your intuition and make sure you're you're watching their body language that there's not more to the story and don't be afraid to ask hey is there more here you want to tell me
1: yeah no that's good listen with your mind listen with your body listen with your words Uh, you're mentioning intuition That's, that's good stuff and then
2: most importantly listen with the Holy Spirit I tell people all the time, if you're a believer and they're a believer, there's not two people in the conversation, there's three. And I can honestly tell you, there have been times when people have been talking, I've been saying, Lord, if you don't help me here, I don't have a clue what I'm going to say. And mm-hmm. and and I've just been crying out to him, but you need to ask him for spiritual um discernment and if and if you're hearing from the holy spirit just ask him hey should lord do i need to share this with them or not should i and 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 be seeking his face on this and and uh and and don't over spiritualize oh i got a word from the holy spirit that Mm -hmm. you need to hear hey there's something I kind of feel like maybe I should share with you. Do you mind if I, if I tell you something I feel like is going on here? And, and, and here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll share it yeah. and then I'll go, does, does that bear witness with your, with, uh, with your spirit or not? Am I totally off there? Because I could be. Mm-hmm. And and give them that opportunity. Because sure. you just want to check back in. To make sure that they're listening. You're listening. And, uh, and allow the Holy Spirit of God. To speak to their lives.
1: Yeah. Man, that's good. It Very is. good.
2: So those are just five ways that we can listen better. But I, I just want to. I just want to tell everybody a personal testimony you know what i found out drew as much as i like to talk listening is fun listening is fun man you find stories out i was sitting with david dixon missionary for the bma for 51 years and and uh, we were on a trip to the bronx with our church planner and we met in the breakfast room and he started. we started talking about his missionary experience buddy I had goosebumps and had the hair on the back of my neck standing up and, and just his testimonies and and what he was telling me and I was like oh my I've I sat yeah. down with older pastors and I had one say oh you don't want to hear this old preacher stories and you know what if we'll stop and listen we can learn so much And we'll have a much better understanding of who they are, what they've been through, and guess what? How we can apply some of the lessons they've learned to our life. So I just got to tell you, listening to others can be a lot of fun. And uh, I, I found out if I'd shut up, I can learn a lot.
1: Right. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, the same exact thing. It's amazing how much you can learn about people or what's really on their heart if you just kind of stay quiet and let them get to what it is that's that's on their soul. It's on their mind. They just they'll get around to it if you will just hang out and wait for it. You know, and love them well to listen.
2: A very good friend of mine, I I've known a very long time, Drew. I heard a story yesterday I'd never heard before. And my appreciation for him so greatly increased. But he mm. told me his parents were divorced when he was very young. And he said, you know, Larry, there were several weekends when my dad was supposed to pick me up. That I would just sit at the door waiting for him. And he never showed up. Mm. And, oh, man, I just wanted to weep. I did. Yeah, and then definitely. then told me more about the story. Told me how, about how he and his dad finally talked and then he found out there was more to the story than he realized and how they reconciled that and came to be very good terms. but it didn't share did but it didn't change i'm sorry it didn't change my compassion for him i just can't imagine a little boy sitting there waiting for his daddy to pick him up and not right. knowing why didn't he show up and uh and i'm like wow wow, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just because we were talking and and I asked him, man, I, I, I didn't know that. Tell me more about that. And as he did, I was just like, wow, dude, my appreciation mm-hmm. for you and, and what God has done in your life was just that much more. But, you know, you really don't know what's going on in someone's life until you slow down and you listen.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. Very good. Of course, it's also uh, the second step of the BLESS initiatives. We've talked about those, you know, and uh, so that's it's an important thing. It is. Uh, Larry, what, what else would you give us on, on this topic as far as listening? I'm just thinking about the, a lot of times the folks that listen to us are in ministry, and a lot of times ministry leaders, um, they have to be pretty good at communicating, but I have a feeling this is a needed uh, lesson to be learned because we, we might be able to speak or be instant in season and out of season to share something or lead something but we might not be as good at listening. So this, this, this is helpful.
2: Yeah, I think if you are um, task-oriented especially you need to be very careful that you don't pass through the crowds without noticing mm. the people. And so especially good. on Sundays. And I... Our Bible studies. It doesn't have to be Sunday. Whenever you are with your people, take Mm -hmm. the time to talk to them. That might be the only opportunity that they have to to build relationship with you and and stop and slow down and and forget about the task. And think about the time the disciples, you know, basically were telling, he doesn't have time for you and Jesus does what? no, 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 no. Yes, I do. Right. Yes, I do. Yeah, you
1: exactly. know,
2: suffer not the little children to come unto me. Let them, let them come on. I, I want to talk. Mm-hmm. No, no, that lady with the issue of blood. Yes, I do want to have a conversation with him. So we need to be careful because I'm, I'm by nature people oriented. I am, and I love to communicate and talk. But if I have a task in front of me. I have to be very careful that I don't go by people. And you, you say, yeah, but I can only give 30 seconds or 10 seconds to this one or that one. No, don't think that way. Think of the value of that person. Slow down and talk to them and allow God to work it out on the others. And I know we all have those people that want to take too much time and, uh, and are always that way. But I, I would just say, don't think that way. Value the person, slow down, listen to their story.
1: Well, uh, Larry, how would you finish up our conversation today? Or do you have anything that you would uh, finish this up with? Today? Well,
2: sometimes repetition is a good thing. So I'll say it again. Sure. Sure. You never yeah. value someone better than when you listen to them. And you never devalue them more than when you're unwilling to listen. Mm-hmm. So listen. That doesn't mean you're going to agree. It doesn't mean you will not disagree. It doesn't mean you got to do what they say, but it does mean you value their input. You value them as a person and you're going to listen to what they're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Love that. I think I would uh, just, the last thing I might say that I was just thinking about when Jesus healed the, the man who was uh, deaf and dumb and he takes him aside and he, uh, he says that he, 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 he puts spit in his eyes, and he, he, he's in a private place. He touches his tongue. All these things are like a way to communicate lovingly to him. And yes. I think that's the kind of thing you're talking about is how we can lovingly communicate by listening and being patient, waiting, taking notes if we need to, speaking back the things that have been said. Those are all wonderful tools to help us in communication. So. Thanks for this today, Larry. Appreciate it. Oh,
2: you're welcome, brother. And I'll stay on.
1: Okay. Friends, if uh, there's anything we can do for you or we can help you with anything, please don't hesitate to let us know. Info at HealthyChurchPodcast.com. We have battled tornadoes today and the road and the cell towers, but I think we got it finished. And I think it's been a blessing uh, to talk about how we can be better listeners. So I hope this is a blessing to you. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. We look forward to talking to you next time on the Healthy Church Podcast.
0: You've been listening to the Healthy Church Podcast,
1: sponsored by
0: Activate, a church health ministry of the BMA. For more information, resources, and other related topics, please go to healthychurchpodcast.com or find us on Facebook at Healthy Church Podcast.